We've always seen turnaround with the roster, and we've seen how you know Stan Bowman's been able to kind of maneuver things around. Don't count this team out. I won't. The series is not over, in my opinion, in my estimation. This team, and I'll leave it at this, is not the same. It's the future. Down in distance. WGNRadio.com. Came here to talk to you guys today. I want to do a uh, apologize for my actions. No, no excuses for anything. Um, I want to apologize to the gay and lesbian community. Well, that's, that's not the type of guy I am. Uh, this this is hard for me. Um, I saw the video last night and I had a tough time sleeping. And you know what's gotten to me? It's I let my uh, emotions get the better of me. I want to apologize to the organization, the NHL, my teammates. My family, my friends. Um, you know, obviously, I'm sorry. You know, it's a tough time for me right now. So, like I said, it was you know hard to see. Emotions got the best of me. Um, you know, I didn't get any sleep last night. It was, it was tough on me. You know, I, you know, upset with myself, obviously. Shouts out to everybody that's. On Facebook Live right now, we got viewers viewing in. Everybody, the numbers are climbing. Listen, if you want to chime in today, it's Down the Distance, the podcast. Jared Payton alongside my man Sean Davis, SD2Mikes on Twitter. I'm at PaytonSun, P-A-Y-T-O-N-S-U-N on Twitter. We have a special guest in studio, my man BC. Brian Crawford will be joining us as well to dive into some of these topics today. Follow him on Twitter at Mr. Craw4D. Like four in the letter D, not four D, but yeah, four D. BC, what's going on, man? It's cracking, JP. How you doing, man? Man, I'm doing wonderful. Last night, I was sitting in my lovely establishment at home, my domicile, and hanging out, watching a little Blackhawks as I was feeding my my baby girl at I'm the Peyton off, Estate. Yeah, I'm off of uh, maternity leave, so I'm back to work this week. I'm looking forward to. How did Jaden take last night? Jaden, he woke up a little bit upset, but there was motorcycle racing on, so he got excited about that. Patrick Kane and the Blackhawks were way out of his his mindset, but everything's good. Definitely want to talk right now. First round of the playoffs, the Blackhawks are going up against the Blues. They're down 3-1 right now, heading into Thursday night's game, which is win or go home for the Blackhawks. Just want to get your take on what you thought about the game and how the Blackhawks have played up to this point heading into um, this final game. That it couldn't be, could be a final game for them. Well, not being a true hockey fan and a true Blackhawks fan, like I'm not one of those bandwagon guys. You know, they're from Chicago. I rep Chicago. I definitely root for them. But taking a step back and actually talking to some people here at WGN 720 that act like a funeral is about to take place in Game 5, I have to remind them, look, I pulled from my history and I pulled from my memories with the Chicago Bulls. There was never a time, even when they were down in series. You know, when I felt like they had the best two guys in the series, I always felt like we had a chance to win. You have to look at this series. 3-1, right? Down 3-1 to Vancouver. What happened? You know what happened. Game seven. Down 3-1 to L.A. Kings. Had to go on the road. What happened? And win. What happened? Game seven. Eventually they lost that game seven. My point is, 
don't count this team out. I won't. The series is not over, in my it, opinion, in my estimation. But this team, and I'll leave it at this, is not the same. It's not the, it's not it's the, not the, same, the same team same. that Blackhawks fans are used to seeing. This is a different team. And things happen this season from the, from the beginning where we saw we've always seen turnaround with the roster, and we've seen how you know Stan Bowman's been able to kind of maneuver things around to be able to fit certain spots and to keep that core. Yeah. But the one thing that's jumping out to me that's you just can't get away from is the stars on this Blackhawks team. The core, you need more out of them. And yeah, you're but not, see, you're not seeing you're not seeing hockey's enough. not like basketball. It's just, just not. You know, your but stars you, your stars can go out and there's nothing anybody can do. Put 30 on the board. Steph Curry, if he wants to drop 30, he's going to drop 30. If KD wants to drop 30, he'll drop 30. Hockey. Patrick Kane can't go out Patrick and Patrick Kane just can't go out and just night. get three goals. I like, know. Yeah. But, but, but that's what you're hoping for. That's why it is so different than basketball, where you can go out and you score what? How many shots did Kobe take his final game? 50. Okay. Right, but you look at the total number, you're like, dang, 60? Right. Most cats aren't looking at how many shots he put up unless you were a basketball fan. Most everybody was like, 60? As long as your points equals the shots taken, <laughs> they say you're, you're cool. Or well, no, nah, you're inefficient. But how do you uh, – well, that's what they say anyway. I don't care. How do you treat this like a funeral, though? Like, how many Stanley Cups have they won? They, well, what, three? Three. Three, three and six. In, like, six, in yeah. what, six so years? It, it's, it's a – so it's they're the weird. San Antonio it's, Spurs of the ho- NHL. I mean, you you don't really have anything to be upset about. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is the only team in this town that has brought a championship in this decade. They've you held know what it saying? down. They yeah, held it but, down. So, but I mean, I get I get being upset about, you know, the series and being down 3-1 and all of that. You know, I, I get that. But you just won last year. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not like, oh, we were so close and, you know, we haven't won a championship in X number of years. You got three and six. I don't see what the complaint is. And really, what are you operating on, right? As I said before, I'm not a hockey fan like that, but I don't think the majority of Blackhawks fans believed going into the season that they were going to win the Stanley Cup. When was the last time the Bulls won a championship? Most fans believe that, look, it's a rebuild year. You didn't expect Panarin to do what he did. No. I mean, I didn't. I didn't. You didn't think, expect him to be that guy. You didn't expect him well, to be. Well, I didn't even think. I didn't think that second line would be as dominant as they were. All season long, so and you didn't expect Patrick Kane coming off of the controversy over the summer. No, you didn't expect him to do what he's doing. No, look, man, Bulls last won a title. Well, Bears last won a title in '85. Yeah, Bulls last won a title in '98. White Sox last won a title oh, in 2005. Come on, man. I know, but but <laughs> BC, on, BC, BC. This is what the deal is, though. You get so used to it. Blackhawks fan is, I know, and so they were. But you were expecting the same thing you were just talking about, Sean, when Mike was there and Pip was there. You just expected it, right? Because you had those because two guys. Because you had those two guys. They have they have this core that's still, listen, in the other Stanley Cup championships they that they won. they lost two cocks to their, their I, core, I, though. I, I get it. But they've never had an MVP during those title runs. Like a guy that has been playing who was the – Patrick Kane is playing – So what does that tell you? That tells you if Kane didn't elevate his game to that level, you're looking at the truth of who this team really is. Well, they've been they they've been riding on that second line with Panarin and those guys the entire season long. Kane didn't have to play to that level when you had a sharp and a side. But that's the one thing I don't understand about hockey is like you know every year that the Blackhawks did win the Stanley Cup, they like let a bunch of guys go, like a bunch of key guys. Well, you like have, you have to. And I know you know I understand salary cap and everything like that. Like you have to. Like I get it. 
But, you know, at the same time, like you said, it's a different team. Yeah. So, you know, with a different team, and you know that it's not like a little bit different. It's a lot different. And like you said, the Stanley Cup, you know, winning the Stanley Cup, that was, you know, I don't know if that was actually ever a realistic goal for this team to shit anyway. Well, let's. I know we wanted to talk about just, you know, Blackhawks. You can give us a call, too, 312. I'm giving them this number, Sean, 521-8587. Yep. Give us a call right now. We definitely want to talk with you about everything going on. But let's talk about, really, on down the distance, what we try to get into is not just the sports, but the stuff that comes with the sports as well. And uh, Andrew Shaw last night, as he was heading to uh, penalty box, was mouthing a few words, got a little, he was over the edge. And we talked about this. Andrew Shaw has been a guy that we know that always teeters that line. He has to. He has to because to be of because of his size. And it's made him successful, and it's made him have a career in the NHL, right? And he's comparable Shout out to Andy Mazur for giving us this. He called Andrew Shaw the Dennis Rodman of the Chicago Blackhawks. <laughs> yeah. And when you think about it, yeah, when he's locked in, man, that kid is fabulous. Just like when D-Rod is locked in. When he's not and he's a little off, you don't know what could happen. I mean, I don't follow hockey like that, but is he that much of a controversial player? On the ice antics? Yeah. Yeah. He's, okay. he's yeah. one of those guys. He, he has to step over that line because it, it gives him that edge, which he's not big enough. He's not, you know, he's had to play like that. But at certain points in the game, well, let's just, let's get into it because it. So we would call him scrappy. He's a scrappy. Yeah, okay. he's a scrappy dude. Right. Okay. Like you look at his size and he's actually considered part they, of your net presence. Well, they all little. Yeah, like he all, I mean, All hockey night, players are little. They're not that big. There's some big guys. There are some big yeah, guys. Dustin Bufflin was He's about six four. Yeah, he's and Isimov is pretty big too. Like just when you look at him, like yeah, you know some of these guys. But last night though, the homophobic slurs as, as he was sitting into those in that uh, penalty box where the camera caught him. And now we live in this day and age with social media, where it lives on forever and ever. And we live in a day and age. Let's be honest now. It's hard, Sean. We talked about it this morning. Is it too much though? Second chances. You don't. Some too, some people don't get second chances anymore. Do Listen, we expect too much tolerance? Here's the thing: in the heat of the moment, especially as athletes, and we've all been there, you can't police your conduct. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't police what it is that you say. You don't. You're not sitting there thinking like, "Oh man, you know, I shouldn't say this because there might be backlash." Nah, you you just. It just happens. It comes out. You know what I'm saying? And it doesn't even have to be in sports. It could just be in life in general. You could have an argument with your wife and say something that you don't mean and then end up apologizing for it later. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I get, you know, I get, I don't know if I really get the outrage because it's, I feel like it's unrealistic because it's very hard to check yourself in the heat of an emotional moment. Like, just things just come out. Like, I think that's just human. And, and, and I think the human element when, when these situations happen, like with Joe King Noah and Kobe Bryant a few years ago, you can't just be robotic and remove the human element from it. I just think that's very unrealistic. So, I mean, to for what he said, is it offensive to, you know, some people? Absolutely. But at the same time, I don't think he was directing it at anybody who is gay or anything like that. I don't I wouldn't necessarily say he was a homophobic player because he used that word, but that's the label that get placed on you. And, you know, you just can't you can't remove the human element from an argument like that. You, you, you just can't do it. It's unrealistic. 
And ultimately, you use words, and when you use them to degrade people, it's not a good thing. No. Ultimately, what if he had called them another word that was derogatory towards the player? It would have been wrong from a human aspect, but just because it's connected to the LBGT community, I saw it goes a little bit further. We understand that. My question, uh, I read about an experiment out at the University of Washington last week where this guy was walking on campus saying ridiculous things, trying to show just how tolerance has kind of taken over the mindset of people. And he gave the example. He was a 5'10 guy, about 5'10. And he said, what if I told you I was 6'5? And the students and the way they answered it, they were afraid to just tell him, like, dude, you're not 6'5". You can be Every, whatever you want to yeah, be. You can be whatever you want to be. If that's <laughs> the way you want to see yourself, it's fine. And I think society has gotten to that point where tolerance is just kind of taking over common sense. And common sense sometimes would lead you to not overreact to certain situations. I don't necessarily think tolerance is the problem. I think the biggest problem is everybody is too busy trying to be PC. You know what I'm saying? Like Absolutely. It's, it's all about political correctness. You know, I saw something on Twitter, you know, when this whole Shaw thing went down. Um, I saw a couple of people compare it to him using the N-word. And I'm like, well, it's not the same because, one, he wasn't addressing anybody that was black in front of him. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, if you say that to a black person, then, yeah, you got a problem. And if whoever he was talking to on the ice isn't gay, the same rule applies. You know what I'm saying? Right. It's, it's like, you know, you're not talking to you. You're not calling a gay man this word. You know what I'm saying? You're just using this word in the heat of an, you know, in the heat of emotion. Like it's apples and oranges. These things are not the same. Yeah, but some you know. people would try to say that it comes from a cultural standpoint. You're trying to say that he's soft or, you know, connect being soft with that word. Let me say this. I, being on a football field and being in locker rooms and being in the heat of the moment, you say certain things that, you know. And probably have heard worse. Yeah. 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 I mean, you say certain things, but to label, is it right? No, it's not right. I get that. But when you're in the heat of the moment and you're playing, let's just take take it out of sports. You could be, you were talking about it, BC. You get into an argument with your friend, your, your, your significant other. Things come out sometimes and you have to sit back and go, did I just say that? Right. You know, there's certain times in games, and Sean, I've told you this before, about where you get so caught up where coach comes to you and coach would come to me on the sideline and ask me, he'd be like, so what'd you see that last play? And I'd be like, dude, I was so hyped up. I blacked out. Right. I don't remember anything, mm-hmm. you know, cause you, you get so in tune with the game. You got emotions flowing. I, I just don't want us to get away from people getting second chances and labeling somebody and then condemning them where this is, because we understand it's bad. So when you say well, a second chance, like what are you talking about? I'm just saying that where you he's going to be labeled. Will you be labeled? Because this, this should up. have nothing to do with his career. I, I'm not, not. I know not with his career, but even as a person, I just don't want him to. We people don't get these second chances. If I'm a general manager, no, he's not a free, even. He's a free not agent even, not coming even, up no, this year, right? I'm not, not even talking about that. I'm talking about in in public opinion. I'm not talking about just oh, well, well, you can't control It's that. too late for that. It's too late for that. It's too late for that. You know, but the word is bad. The word's bad. The word is bad. But it's worse to label somebody as a certain thing, as homophobic or something like that, because they said that. Yeah. I think that is terribly off Yeah, I don't like when we take one instance. Yeah. Ama- one listen, word Amanda, or one Amanda, action. Amanda just said right now, she just said accountability. That was the word that she, and she put it all in caps. 
Accountability. Yeah, accountability. He has an opportunity to come forth and speak and take accountability. Yeah. Give him that opportunity. Give him that opportunity. But he ducked. He said last night that he didn't remember what he said. Now, you could take that as he was just kind of trying to avoid the controversy or maybe like JP said. But don't you have to give him the benefit out. of the doubt? Until well, he has that? some time, who gets that to anymore? Take a step back. No one gets that. That's where that's where that's I was going with about. it. That's, yeah. that's where I was going to this yeah. this day and age where you mentioned like with a significant other. Yeah. Most of the time, in order to apologize, someone has to leave the house or take themselves out of the situation for things to simmer down and to be able to come back to the table to say, you know what? I reflected upon what was said and what right. took place. I'm sorry. Look, man, the reality of the situation is cooler heads don't always prevail. No. You know what I'm saying? And 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 sports, for as much as it's talent-based, it's also a very emotional thing. And you get caught up in those things. You know what I'm saying? It's like the Rajon Rondo situation when he used the word at the ref. That ref just happened to be gay. Just happened to be gay. You know what I'm saying? Like, he and just Rajon happened to be gay. might have known that. And I think he probably, he, he probably, he, he he probably, probably knew did. that. He so knew. that's a totally different situation than – what happened with Andrew Shaw. And he was wilding out. He was flipping the bird and everything. You know what I'm saying? So he was just completely just he was gone. Gone. He was gone. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. And like I said. You down 2-1 in the series. You about to go down 3-1 in the series. Yeah. All of that comes together. And then it just comes out into an emotional outburst that I'm pretty sure. It, it definitely wasn't premeditated. It was not something that he thought about. It was just a reaction to the moment. So if you can actually be a human being and a person that can sit that can sit there and say that you don't react to you know things that might get you emotionally riled up, you're lying. You've never said anything that you're can lying. be considered offensive to somebody. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I think I feel like we we all have. Come on, now. there's no question. I own I mean, that. We 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 all have, and you know, but what? Twitter, Facebook, nah, it's every, the social, it's the yeah, social everybody media on social throne. media is perfect. It's the social media throne. Everybody it's, sits on that throne. And they want to sit there and judge others without examining themselves. Exactly. Because and, on social media, like you said with that experiment, you can be anything you want to be. But I see that all the time with social media now. Where, where you you see what's trending and it could be a person's name and you start going through and scrolling through the thousands of tweets that are there and the words that I see people use to describe people. And I'm like... This is, it's it's a wild wild west. Crazy thing, especially when it it's, comes to athletes. It's Man, the wild listen, wild west. I know all about can, being labeled just from you can social say, media. I know all about that. You yeah. can say what you want. <laughs> listen, you can say what you want to say. Yeah. And and it's okay. And it's okay. And I'm not this, not. this is not for everybody. But we have to we have to be able to kind of draw that line as well and see where you know when athletes do it. I know we we hold athletes to a higher standard. I get that. But they're just like all of us. None of us are perfect. So pull the curtain back on the locker room. And let's be realistic because we talk about accountability. And we know what the public wants to hear. The public wants to hear a sincere apology from Andrew Shaw. Just to start down the road of forgiveness. Nah, because then it's not even just about the apology. And it's too far gone. Nah, it's not at even. This point. A lot of times it's not even about the apology. It's the apology with the admission of guilt. Of guilt. He's absolutely right. So the you can apologize, but if you don't admit, you don't admit to doing something wrong, wrong, then that apology don't mean nothing in this day and age anyway. So going forward from that with the accountability, I mean, what's next? What's next? Peel back the curtain. Off the record, if you're sitting in the living room with Jonathan Taze and Patrick Kane right now, 
Are they laughing about the situation? I mean, or are they blasting their teammates? They're not blasting. I don't teammates. think they're blasting them. No. So now we have to allow the public to see. Look, we understand the outcry. We understand why there's outcry. But in this locker room, they're not about to turn their no. back on their guy. No, no, no. But do I think that uh, for the moment, in the heat of that moment, and when you're looking at it as a for those actions, you're saying it's not good. No, 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 not for that. I'm just saying for the team, what ha- what happened? You go a man down now because you're not able but to. That's be, the penalty. I, I yeah. get that. So I, I, are they laughing about it? Nah, they're not. Are they a little bit upset maybe about putting them into that situation? Uh, probably not really. But when that, it comes to that's what you. The series. That's what you right. have to when do. When it comes to impact of the series, that's bigger. They could care less. About what he said. Their exactly. biggest yeah. issue is the exactly. penalty. It's the penalty. That's. I mean, that is it. If he's getting dealt with as a team. Yeah. That's the issue. They don't the care what he is, said. Listen, don't put us in this situation. I mean, Patrick Kane put them in that situation he in did, game three. He did. Don't put us in this situation. And that's where I think his teammates are looking at this. I mean, it's. You know what? I don't think people really understand the mindset of athletes. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you've never played a sport, if you've never been in, in a locker room, if you've never been around a group of guys engaged in athletic competition, then you don't get it. You know what I'm saying? You start to apply your regular life, you know, scenarios and examples to these guys. That's, and their lifestyle is completely different from yours. I'm glad you asked. So that, that goes, you said that. that Ken, goes, both of you guys, have that, you ever known somebody that you consider, consider a winner? or quote-unquote the best at what they do that wasn't disrespectful in some form? I don't know. What I, about I, your, try, I try to figure out. What about your pops? My pops, he was a different dude, man. He would run run you over and pick you up. Cause he had his, to, that, his form that, of disrespect His form was, of disrespect was, dude, I'm going to run over you, mm-hmm. and I'm going to pick you up like while you hurting. Like, come on, man. And that's how he got into the into the heads of certain people that he played against. Now, something like that I would call an outlier because I think those guys do exist. Yeah, they do exist. for the most part, it ain't like that. No. Somebody like a Walter I mean, Payton or you a Tim get, Duncan. Listen, you can like get in, yeah. in a game. You want to talk trash to me? Talk trash. And that's the best way to get me out of my game. Mm-hmm. That's the best way to get me out of my game because I couldn't focus on both. I either had to be winning and tra- talk trash and be doing it, or if I'm being from behind, I, I, you get in my head and it's over for me. So, and I would talk trash with the best if of them. If I don't hear trash, I'm bored. Man, every great player in every sport. It's too much win for me. Yeah. <laughs> it's too much win. I don't I don't need to be barking at you because I need to worry about controlling my breathing, especially if you give me back-to-back carries or maybe three carries in a row. I, I don't have time to talk. Man. Every great player that I was a fan of, idolized, looked up to, whatever, was a jerk. Period. It was a jerk. Like, this is what it was. But that didn't, you know, you have to be able to separate the athletic attitude and yeah. what happens on the field or the court or whatever from the person. You know what I'm saying? It's like we all got different sides to us, right? So, you know, Derrick Rose could be the nicest dude off the court. You get him on the court, he going to talk trash. You know, he going to try to kill you. Same thing with, you know, any football player, baseball player, anything. When the lights come on, man, it's time to get focused. It's time to get down. It's time to do your job. When it goes off, 
yeah, I'm you know, I'm back to family man. I'm back to, you know, nice guy, whatever. But you cannot take what I use as an athletic edge and then try to say that's a bad thing because the same thing that you cheer me for mm. you cannot say oh you're a bad person because of that you can't do that mm. the same thing that makes Andrew Shaw one of the most right. loved Blackhawks you can't turn around no. and try to use no. it as a weapon again because this ain't the first time he said that and this it's the first is not time he condoning. got caught no. this is not condoning what yes, he said I see where you're going though this is who he is exactly yeah. and like you I know. said this ain't the first time he said that it's the first time he got caught same thing. It just he happened. Got to caught get, on camera. It got he caught got, on I camera. I guarantee you, if the cameras didn't catch him, none of those players on those teams would have said a word about it. Man, I've had off the record conversations with guys that the public knew about it. They would hate their guts, man. Straight up, that's just real. That's sports, well, man. That's life. It's I, a lot of people on here are still talking about it. Want us to move on? It's, talk man. some Bears, some Cubs. I mean, the, the Hayward thing, right? Oh yeah, you talked yeah. about that. The Hayward thing in St. Louis. Ton of Cubs fans going at Cardinals fans, mm-hmm. and my only response to them was like, "You need to examine yourself." <laughs> this is Chicago. Yeah. While you're throwing a lot of shade at St. Louis, don't think that the forty thousand sitting in Wrigley Field are just pure. Oh no! Don't think it. Don't think some players in a, go back to '69 with Oscar Gamble and ask Oscar Gamble some of the things he heard when he dropped that fly ball. Man, just go hang out in Wrigleyville, man. It's that's all you gotta I mean, do. Any random weekend, any random day when the Cubs is playing, let's go hang out there. As you, great as this country is, as far as we've come at the core, look, man, just still things a lot are there. Of work. Look, just stop being unrealistic, man. Yeah. That's all I got to say. That's it. Yeah. Just I understand. Hope Shaw, I hope he apologizes. Yeah. I hope he does take hope, some type of accountability. Hope he, hope he learns from it. Hope, hope he learns. I hope, hope he comes. Please, I hope the NHL does not overreact to this. I know. There's no need for a suspension because somebody said a word. Nah, he's going to get suspended. He's going to get suspended. That's Definitely going to get suspended. That's could be, could that's be his, last, his last game if, with the If Black that's Hawks. the case, I'm fighting it. I just didn't know so many people lived in glass houses, man. I know. I'm a, we just all have to be bro, real, I, I, We have to be honest with ourselves, right? Can you imagine how many suspensions will go down in the NBA based upon what? What's said on the court? Man. Do you know or what, the NFL? Do you know what Come things on, would be saying? Come on. You remember the program? Come uh, on. Look, the this. average fan don't understand how much trash get talked and the level that it gets talked on these fields and these courts. You don't understand it because, look, if every if every athlete was mic'd up, you'd be horrified. Oh, you'd be man. appalled. Man. <laughs> Straight up. You'd be appalled.